RPS Live from Primavera Sound 2022 Proudly presented by Cupra Getting showed up on my face Pictures I don't wanna see anymore I never did But I don't wanna try anymore Who do I wanna be? I don't know I just wanna make songs to listen to Welcome once again to Radio Primavera Sound, and it is a pleasure to have with us here Marta Knight, um, one of my favourite sort of indie artists in, in Spain at the moment, I reckon. How are you, Marta? How are you? Hello, I'm all right. I'm, I've just played my show, so I'm starting to relax now. I'm getting used to it. It was a great show as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. You think this is your first ever festival? Yeah. So what do you think? Um, it's kind of confusing. There's a lot of people. There are so many gigs I want to go to, but at the same time, other gigs that are happening that I really want to go to as well. So it's a bit, confu- it's a bit stressful. It's like going to work a little bit. What are you going to go and see later? I want to go to Lord. I want to go to Brittany Howard, uh, Courtney Barnett, Stella Donnelly, um, MIA, The Strokes, too many people. <laughs> And I, I called you indie just then. Is that all right? You, you all right with being called? I mean, nobody likes to be sort of tagged with the genre, but is that is indie okay? Will you take it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure what indie is anymore, so I, I don't mind. Okay. So your debut album, Strange Times Forever, was released literally last week? Yeah. June the 2nd, is that right? Uh, the 3rd. The 3rd. Um, it's a great album. Thank you. And how do you feel <laughs> right now? I'm very happy to be able to show it to the world because uh, we've had it recorded for a year almost and we can finally show it to everyone and it sounds so good. Like um, I only had the songs written on my guitar and now I can hear what they sound like with um, great sound and the full band. So I'm very, very happy. Was it a hard record to make? Um, To me, no. To the producers, a little bit, yeah. What, what do you mean? Like, because you, you were very exacting with how you wanted it to sound? Or? Because, um, because I, well, like I said, I only had those songs on my guitar and I, I wasn't used to hearing them so produced. So sometimes it was a bit confusing, like, um, oh, this is not what I, what I thought it would sound like. Like, there's a song I remember floating that suddenly it's like an, um, an R&B song. And I, I never thought any of my songs could sound like that. But I'm very happy with how it sounds. And also because Bao and Jordi uh, went a bit crazy with the structures of the songs. They wanted to change things and they didn't know where to go with them. And I was like, but it's okay like it is. And, and he was like, Bao was like, no, uh, wait a minute. You'll, you'll know what I mean in a second. So did they, they made suggestions that, that you took on board and kind of changed the structure and things like that? Exactly, yeah. They changed the structures quite a bit, yeah. Was that, I guess from what you're saying, that was quite difficult because these songs are your, your, your babies, for want of a better word, you know, like you've been writing them and then someone comes along and says, no, like move the verse around or something. Exactly. That, that's why it's, it was a bit hard for me to make because um, all of a sudden there, there's a lot of people working on something that is yours and that you didn't think so many people would go into, into them. So, yeah, it was a bit hard in that sense. This is uh, Pau Riu Tort 
who's worked with uh, Rosalia, FK, Twigs, and Bad Gyal. How did that happen? Um, Joanne just said, um, do you know Pau? I was like, um, no, I don't. And he said, oh, he's worked with these people, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, okay, I see what you mean, okay. And he said, would you like to make a record with him? And I was like, of course, yeah. And he, he asked him and he said, yeah, okay. So I think it's very interesting. Obviously, you read out those three names, Rosalie, FK, Twigs, and Bad Gyal. Fairly different from the music you make. Did you think, like, well, this, this is not the right person? Or did you wonder about how the, the, the collaboration was going to work? I thought it was interesting because it is the music I listen to. Um, I don't listen to that much uh, folk music, uh, music like the one I make. So it was very interesting. I, I really wanted to see what could come out from that. And at the same time, uh, there's also Jordi working there. So it was an interesting mix because Jordi is more like um, classic folk music. So I wanted to see what could come out from that mix. So I wanted to, to ask about the music you listened to, because this made me very happy. Apparently you're a big fan of Britpop. Yeah, I yeah. am. So I, I, I was a massive fan of Britpop, as you can imagine, growing up, uh, the, the age I am. Um, I didn't think like people these days like Britpop. Do they? I mean, you said your friends yeah. didn't really like the same music. or Yeah, I mean, the thing about Britpop is that it's very, it's timeless. It, right. it never gets old. That's why um, someone now can discover um, Girls and Boys by Blur and like it as someone in the 90s uh, in London would, I think. Is that one of your top Britpop songs, Girls and Boys? No. I said it because it was the first thing I thought of. Go on, who are your Britpop heroes? I know you reference Oasis, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. them, who else? Who? Um, I do like Damon Albarn a lot. I think he's very, very talented. Um, I also like um, Pulp. I like Suede. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't think of anyone else, but yeah, there's uh, um, many more. Did you go and see Gorillaz last night? No, because I, I had my show today very early, but I, I, I would have loved to go. Fair enough. I, see, I, I've always thought, and you can correct me if, if I'm wrong, that there's a sort of strong Catalan Britpop connection, right? I think it was, was it Manel that did a version of Common People or something? I, I'm not sure if it's a version. I do know that they made a song that sounds um, so much like um, like like common people. I think it's like a, a version, but it's not a cover. It's like a, yeah, like they, they took it and made it like a Catalan version. It's called like Gen Normal or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly. I was, I was looking it up. Somebody told me about it when I first moved here. I was like, what? That's very yeah, strange. Yeah, I would like to ask them about it. Like, why did you do that? Well, now, now you can. Surely you're going to be sharing some <laughs> some festival bills. The name as well, is that, is that a sort of hint to um, sort of British or Anglophile music? What name? As in Marta Knight. I mean, it doesn't sound very Catalan to me. <laughs> no, there's no intention behind that. It's just that my real name is not very, very cool. So I thought I had to have another name. And my, my dad's second uh, surname is Caballero, and I translated it. Uh, That's it. I think it's a very cool name. Thank you. I think the other good thing about it is no one quite knows where it's from. Yeah, everybody asks me this question, yeah. yeah. And you sing in English as well. Mm -hmm. When did you decide to do that? Was it sort of, or did you decide, was it just you started? 
Well, I always listen to music in English, so it was kind of natural. But it was also the fact that I live with my parents in a very small flat, and I and I always sang about very personal stuff, and I didn't want them to to understand what I was singing about. Oh, that's that's fascinating. So, did there come a moment when you knew you were releasing a record, which obviously your parents are going to listen to, mm-hmm. and the, the lyrics would be out there? Was there a moment when you're like, oh, I'm going to have to tell them? About it? Yeah, but at the same time, it was worth it. I mean, everybody's going to hear it. Uh, I know that my parents are going to hear it as well, but I I want it to be out, so I don't mind. That's great. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things I like about about the record. It's very very emotional. It's kind of... Uh, there's a song called um, I Hate Dancing. Mm-hmm. You don't actually hate dancing, do you? Um, the fact is that I did hate dancing until until I met someone that made me love dancing. That's what the song is about. Ah, right. That's a, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's a lovely thing. So now you, 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 you dance. Now I enjoy it, yeah. So what song would get you dancing? I'm not going to play it, don't worry. But I... Um, I don't know, probably at AMIA... Um, in a few hours, um, I, I will know. <laughs> um, it's actually been five years since your uh, WEP, Peterloo Heroes. Um, how do you feel that your music has sort of evolved in, in that time? I think it's evolved very much, um, probably because of, well, what we said earlier, that um, I've worked with other people now, I've seen other things. Now I, and I've also played live, um, and I, when you play live, you kind of see what you're doing and what you want to do from there. And I think that's been a very big step, and I, that, that's a change I'm, I'm still making. But yeah, I think it's evolved very much. I don't want to do acoustic songs anymore. I find it boring for myself. I want to have a band now, and I want to have fun with them, and yeah. So you played live this afternoon, of mm-hmm. course. Are you playing, presumably you're playing a lot of gigs this summer. Mm-hmm. Where can we see you? Uh, you can see me in uh, Tarragona um, 18th. Uh, then I'm going to Mallorca Live Festival. Um, also to Vespres de la OB and uh, St. Just Desvern, then in, in July. Ah, the Vespres, that's where they have gigs at the University of Barcelona, right? The... Yeah, and it, this is very frustrating because I went to that university. Ah, right. There's a song in the album that's about that university because it's where I met my friends, the ones that are <laughs> <laughs> And I wrote the song, The Garden, about the garden of the university. But now the, the gig that I'm playing, they don't do them uh, in the university anymore. Oh, I it's thought It's somewhere this... else. Oh, okay, okay. Well, surely you can ask him about, look, I'm an ex-student. I've got this song about you. Just let me play. Maybe, but I think it's organised already, so I don't think they'll listen to me. I've got to say, the last times they did the Vesperas gigs, they were, the tickets were gone just like that. Mm-hmm. It was quite incredible. Um, songwriting. I, I was speaking to Joanne about, about mm-hmm. your music, and he said one of the things he really loves about your music is the the craft you put into, into songwriting. Like, these are... I think said these are classic songs, basically. How do you approach songwriting? Like, well, it's my favorite part about all this. I don't enjoy um, playing live and so many things that many things as much as I enjoy writing songs in my room just for myself. That's what the song "Stream Signs Forever" is about, kind of. Um, so I, I don't know. It's my favorite moment of from life, really. 
And I, I don't know what to say about how I approach it. It's just my moment, I think. So do you have absolutely loads of songs put away? I, I write a lot, yeah, I do, yeah. Is it, excuse the, the, the question, is it like a way of documenting what's, what's happening around you? So like if you have a good day or a bad day or something like that, you might go and, and write a song. Yeah, and not only documenting it, but understanding what's happening more than that. Something that, that fascinates me about songwriting, um, I remember someone saying once that there's a lot of sad songs because if you're sad, you go and write a song. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're happy, you go and have a good time or something like that. Do you... I'm not saying all of your songs are sad, but there's a sort of melancholy air to them, right? Mm -hmm. Or a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. I think it's very difficult to write a, a happy song that is good. I find that um, so admirable. It's very, very difficult. Uh, for example, you've got Harry Styles who writes so many happy songs and they're amazing. I admire that a lot because most of the, um, the classic songs that everybody loves are sad songs if you, if you take a look. So, yeah. Have you written happy songs? Yeah, well, I think I Hear Dancing is quite a happy song. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a sort of happy, happy kind it's of tale. It's sort of happy, yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Um, so the album is out now. You've just played Primavera. You, you've got live gigs coming up. What, what's what's next? What can we expect from you over the next? Well, months? apart from playing live, I'm going to write a lot of songs and I'm going to release something soon. Yeah. Okay. Album album two, uh, kind of EP. Um, we'll just say a single, maybe. Okay. Okay. Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Been really enjoying the album and the gig was great as well. Lovely way to, to start the day. Um, and I hope you have a lovely time tonight. Thanks so much. Go and have a dance to me. MIA. It's a pleasure. Problems unsolved will be problems to solve sometime. Looking around like you always forget your lines. Problems unknown will be problems to know sometime No more surprises, no more flesh inside